Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, good afternoon, Chicagoland and points everywhere around the world. Uh, This is Bob Lambert, host of Faith Marketplace. And Jennifer is taking the day off. Unfortunately, she had something that she had to attend to, so she left me here. Hopefully, I get through this properly. I got uh, my trusty... Producer in the studio, making sure that I don't give the typical hiccups that I do. And if I do, she changes it for me. But anyway, uh, we got a great show today. And the, uh, the guest that we have coming in today, all the way from Atlanta, uh, I met through a network up here in Chicago, but she's also got deep roots down to with a another program that uh, we're very fond of uh, called I Work For Him down out of uh, Florida. And so today I'd like to introduce you to Caroline Mendez. She has a business called Called For, uh, and she's also an author, a speaker. She's got a fabulous background. I'm, I'm going to just stop talking. Caroline, welcome. Thanks so much, Bob. It's a joy to be with you. <laughs> hey, why don't you let our audience know a little bit of your background, and uh, you got a lot going on there. So I'd just like for our audience to kind of get warmed up here and know, know what uh, Caroline's all about. Sure. Well, I am a product of corporate America, spent 30 years there. Um, in pharmaceuticals and high tech back when it was the thing in the 80s. That will tell you how old I am. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know. And then I hate to give it away. And then uh, spent some time in real estate development, developing uh, investments to sell to real estate investors. And then um, I got the call to go into executive coaching in the early 90s. And have been really coaching and mentoring, uh, advising and advocating, uh, really for Christian women since um, since early 2000. And so that's that's where we are today. Yeah, and uh, well, it's also say that you are a wife, a mother, a businesswoman, and an ordained minister, which I thought indeed I, I found that to be very fascinating. And you hold a lot of certificates too, don't you? Well, you know, I mean, when you're as old as I am, you keep going for the, hey, Lord, you want me to, hey, why don't you do this? Hey, why don't you become a gospel coach and put Christ at the center? Hey, why don't you? And then he, of course, you know, you go you go where you want to, and then the Lord sometimes goes, excuse me, excuse me, I want you over here. And that's, that's, what, that's why I have the ordination as a minister, because that would not have occurred to me at all. <laughs> that I would become an ordained minister. It's an odd. Yeah. Me and ordained ministry is kind of an odd combination. I'm a little out of the box. <laughs> and I know we're going to get to that, but, uh, you know, in the conversation I had with you, which is marvelous, uh, you know, what made you so passionate about what, the work that you do? Okay. Well, I got to go back to when I was born again. <laughs> there was, you go. Uh, ah, yes. How the Lord uh, brought me to him. So, 2005, doing real estate development, making more money than I've ever made in my life, failing in my personal life, failing really as a mother. My son was failing kindergarten at five years old. Not mm. really sure how you do that or how they measure that, but okay. And so, the end of that year was it was an awful year, except for professionally. And in early 2006, exactly, on Easter morning, uh, the Lord took hold of me in the Easter service, and I said, you know what? My life is awful. You take it. 
in my life, and he did. And I was filled with the most amazing peace. Mm. And I'm sure you know, and those yeah. who have come to Christ know what that, what that feeling is. Uh, never felt that before, never felt that valuable mm. before my entire life. So off I go into every class known to man at the church, wisdom for wives, learning how to be a Christian wife, uh, going to Bible study after that and learning how to be a disciple of Christ. But nothing spoke to this huge part of me, which was a Christian, uh, uh, really a professional woman. I had been working for all my life since I was 17. Mm. And so at 45, I kept wondering, why is this whole, where is this? part of me that no one's addressing. Is it that I'm the only Christian woman that works? Can't, that can't be it. So I went on a search in 2010, and that's nine years ago. So I Googled Christian businesswomen, nothing. And then I went out looking, and I, I really spent, I was the only woman in FCCI meetings. I was the only woman at men's Bible studies early in the morning if they would allow me. I was the only woman at Christian businessmen's lunches, speaking and giving my testimony, and I kept looking around and saying, where is my community? <laughs> where, where are the women? Yeah. And I was to find out there weren't any. At that time, there weren't community for, for Christian professional women. There are today. Praise God. There are lots of uh, options, more than there were then. Mm -hmm. And so it was. I think it was this passion of, why is this part, why am I not being affirmed in my gifts and talents? And so is that when the Lord kind of prompted you to use uh, some of your gifts and talents to step into that space? Yeah, so in 2010, I had it, because for four years I was serving anybody who came across my path. I was taking care of babies, babysitting, cooking, and I said, you know what, Lord, I love you, and I'm kind of done. I want, can I have, please, a, something to do with women, Christian women, that uses my gifts and callings, you know, work, Lord, real work. And so he gave me a vision. He gave me a vision of Christian professional women, leaders, sitting around a big banquet table, and they were all laughing and eating and enjoying themselves and sharing information and knowledge and growing and, and their walk in faith and uh, what happened was that vision led me to C12, and yeah. I was uh, the only, yep, the only Christian woman chairwoman in that time, 2011 to 15, 2015, did some CEO roundtables after I left there, and that's really when Call Boy was born to really serve women in community, to bring them and give them professional community, and to mentor the next generation of Christian women uh, leaders. Because, again, no one, it seems, is affirming these women um, and really affirming them that work is okay for them. Yes, if they're called to do it, that they should do it, and they have gifting, uh, and that they're, they actually might have some leadership skills. Yeah. So the um, experience at C12 then kind of led you into that because you uh, developed your skills yes. to be able to lead these groups and, and so on and so forth. but. But there was still this uh, kind of an emptiness, right, to be able to, to do this for women. Exactly. And that's really, it's always been my passion. Um, women have always been my passion. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know why. When I grew up, I never was friends with any girls. Mm -hmm. I always had guy friends. I was kind of a tomboy. Okay. Uh, and I didn't really understand girls. Uh -huh. It really confused me. 
Because they were a bit... <laughs> Fight drama. <laughs> I'm very net. I like to get stuff done, brother. I like to move that ball down the field. <laughs> and so when, you know, if somebody was, you know, chatting about their hair and makeup and dressy, and I, I just wasn't interested. So still like that. But anyway. Is that back there growing up in Philadelphia? Was it or Pennsylvania? Is that where you're from? Wilmington, Delaware, uh, originally. Uh, yeah, yeah the Philly go. area. The Philly area, I like to say. I like mm-hmm. to use the, the accent. It's fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, do you have siblings <laughs> when you're growing up? I mean, do you have brothers? I do. Jenny, mm-hmm. and she's in Maitland, Florida, and I have an older brother, Tad. We call him Tad, like Tadpole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's Pierre Deeth, and he's in Wilmington, Delaware. He never left. Okay. Because well, oftentimes yeah. I speak to... Uh, Women like you that grew up with boys, you know, in their family, and so they had, they naturally had to become a, a more of a tomboy or kind of keep up with the guys, you know. <laughs> so. Well, I you know I understand that. My sure. mother says that I was born as soon as I popped out. I told her what to do. That's just how <laughs> I was crafted. I am. Some people call me a swift kick in the backside. Some people call me the general. <laughs> it's just how I'm wired. Yeah. You know, we're all wired a different way. So now, did you, uh, I have spent... Were yeah. you raised in a faith-based family? You know, because we didn't go all the way back. Were you, did you have a... a, a no, no, yeah. Okay. So you would write, well, most most assuredly, okay, like mm-hmm. a uh, a regular Christian family. Yes, we were Christian. I was baptized, but I did not know what right. a Christian really was. I see. So, so in your 40s is when you had this experience in, right? I was 45 when I was born again, yep. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, yeah. you made your way back. Phone you, you got You got to it a little bit quicker than I did, you know? <laughs> it's my early 50s for it. I got, got it back. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in the ah, desert. You're desert. more stubborn than I am. I was in the desert for 36 years. So, you know, I finally wow. made my way back at uh, in January of, or of 01. So, um, wow. Yeah. And I, you know, I date you a little bit, too, by the way, so... Just a little, not much. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm just curious real quickly here. Um, you know, you you had this prompting to do, but there was some other things that you, you became an ordained minister. Was it through this process that that happened? No, that happened over the past year. So now okay. now we're going to move into the present. Yeah. But so we have, we, we have time jump for in, that. Yeah, we don't want to jump into it right away because we're gonna we got to, we're running out of time here for this segment. So, but I just was okay. curious about you know obviously we'll get to that journey and, and how you got to that whole thing. But I didn't uh, you and I never talk about your upbringing, so that's kind of interesting how you uh, found your way to the Lord uh, in your forties. So that's great. <laughs> Yeah, well, my blessed. grandmother says she prayed for me. She prayed me into the kingdom <laughs> you're, you're, 40 years. Yeah, my grandmother, too. Me. My grandmother for 99 yeah. years. <laughs> she passed There you away. go. God bless our yeah. grandmothers, oh, right? Oh, my goodness, man. I swear to goodness, that woman wore out her knees be praying for me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it was uh, – and, and all of her, all of her grandchildren. We had, she had 23 grandchildren, so I was the, uh, the oldest. And, uh, yeah, it was constant prayer. Well, listen, I want you guys to stay tuned out there because we're going to come back here with – Caroline Mendez of Call 4, uh, and she's got a phenomenal story that we're going to continue here. But we want you to get out there to faithmarketplace.com and check out all the podcasts from all of our shows that are out there on the um, on the Internet and on our, our uh, pages out there. So if you would, go out there and do that. And like us on Facebook. You know, we got a Facebook page. We're going to be right back.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back with our special guest today, Caroline Mendez of Called For. And uh, she's calling in from Atlanta, Georgia. So hot Atlanta. But she tells me it's uh, not as hot as it usually is down there today. But one of the things I wanted to, after the last segment there, Caroline, because you spent a lot of time, you know, in the marketplace or out in your professional career, you know, there had to be some challenges along the way, not only during that time, not, you know, really, probably not really being with the Lord, but also since that time too. So why don't you share with the audience, because it's not all roses, right? I mean, there's some things along the way that have... uh, No, I think sometimes... When the Lord asks you to do something like he did for me in bringing Christian women CEOs together, only Christian women, CEOs at roundtables for C12 and then for called for, it was like pushing a boulder while it was raining. There were days where I was on my knees saying, you know, Lord, just take it away. Mm. I mean, stop the, stop the pain. I loved the work, but convincing or finding women who wanted to have community, who wanted to invest in themselves and were um, mature enough mm-hmm. to want to be iron sharpens iron. Right. You know, there are hundreds of men's groups across the country and the world, right. but there are few, few women's groups. Yeah. But like and you so said, the it's, challenge it's getting was, better, right? Yeah. It's getting better. It absolutely is. But you, you it, s- it absolutely is. The Lord's doing amazing things. And you said something to me that I didn't really realize why that was with women. Why don't you share with the audience why you, uh, you, you understand it, why they weren't getting involved in things like this? Oh, my. I think there are a couple of reasons. And women already know the answer to this one. Number one, they're too busy because their commitment is to be last. Mm-hmm. And so they put everything else first. They put their husband and their children first and et cetera. And so investment in self is not a priority. Investment in their career is not a priority, especially when they have a family. Mm-hmm. And so they will often put themselves last. My mother told me once, because I was talking to her during this painful time of creating these roundtables, which in fact was one of the best times of my life. And she said, women do not invest in themselves. And I found that to be true. So when I was getting the C12 groups together, I only charged 500 a month. Wow. C12 charged double or triple that. Right. And at the end of the meeting, when I went to the men's groups, and at the end of the meeting, right, they got to spend a whole day, right, mm-hmm. uh, experiencing the C12 group. Right. At the end of the day, they whip out their checkbook, write a check, and hand it over. Mm-hmm. The women well, you know, I really need to think about this. I need to pray about it. I need to. And really, if there was follow-up, they never they never signed up. Women, that's just not how they were wired, most of them. Right. And so it was, it was just this painful, slow process of commitment. Men just act. Men mm-hmm. do it, and they ask forgiveness. Women ask permission. <laughs> that's one of my favorite phrases, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I really dislike that phrase. I do so much. It, it's so painful yeah. for me to watch women waiting and waiting and waiting for permission to be who Christ called them to be, yeah. or who, or to to speak up, right, or to ask for a raise. Yeah, right. Or to say, hold on a second, I'm not going to take that responsibility without the authority right. and the pay. There you go. And with it. 
Yeah. So yeah, what's changed since that time? Because you know, there's been some years that have passed. What do you think is changing now that it's becoming better for women? I think the millennial women are so much more astute and wise about this. They mm-hmm. have they have the gumption that the boomer, and I'm a boomer, so excuse right. me for speaking for our generation. Um, we were brought up a certain way. We were brought up during the feminist revolution. We were right. brought up, right? And so we were, kind of, we were you know, a little militant, mm-hmm. but the millennial women, you know, the men, the young men, the millennial men are so much more, you know, they share in parenting. Right. They understand that women have value. Mm-hmm. They treat women differently uh, than previous generations. Okay. They walk around with a baby strapped on their back. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, I think it's a different generation for them. And these women are seeking and wanting wisdom. They want people to mentor them. They're looking for women to mentor them, yeah. but they can't find them. Right. So how do you currently, you know, cause this is a, a show about how you incorporate your faith and work. So, uh, obviously, you know, you've come to faith and w- what have you seen as far as your ability to go out there when you're having conversations, you're in a business uh, situation, you're in a networking thing, uh, anything at all that you do that, that incorporates your faith? Well, it all starts with time with the Lord in the morning. Mm-hmm. It all starts with, you know, when I start booting up my PC, I'm usually in front of it and praying that my work would glorify him, that the Holy Spirit... I've been uh, listening to uh, Dr. Jim Harris, and he has a, he has this wonderful concept about the Holy Spirit being your work, and why are we not, why are we not consulting the Holy Spirit all day long during everything. And right. so I try to do that now okay. and say, Holy Spirit, who do you want me to talk to? Or when do you want me to call them? And so it's really more of a, instead of I work for him, it's more of a I work with him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right alongside, right? Hey, I know you have a couple right, of favorite exactly. Bible verses. What are, what are a couple of them and why are they your favorites? Well, the one for me when I first came to Christ was Psalm 4610, which is be mm-hmm. still right, and know that I'm, that I'm the Lord, yeah. that I'm God. That one for me is everything. If you do that, you will hear him, you will see him, you will know him. And if you can't do that, you just can't, you can't be in relationship. Mm-hmm. And Colossians 3.23, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. That was really, that's really the call for, Bible verse. Yeah, and Ephesians is a favorite yeah. one for you, too. Yeah, those are real popular ones. Indeed. We've had that a lot of folks that come on the show because, again, it speaks to, you know, the, the workplace and what you're supposed to be doing, you know, and, and like you said, being still. I don't know about you, but that's a tough one sometimes, you know, just to be still. It is. You know, we, we've got so many things <laughs> going awful. on. And I know you're busy. I mean, like you said, you, you've got, particularly for women, they've got a lot of balls in the air. Uh, they've got a lot of things. Not that men don't, but that responsibility for family and uh, well, men have a helper. Yeah, exactly. Men are men are given a helper. Women, but yeah. women are not given a helper. Uh-huh. And so we have to be doing everything ourselves, or everything's up to us. And we don't, we don't, we can't turn around and go, "Hey, we should be delegating. We should be asking." Right. Um. But we don't. Hey, well, so listen, we I, burn out. I want you folks out there to. Uh, Get out there and text us today, too. we got a special gift from Caroline today. But to remember, our number is 224-404-1988. 
And text the word out there for us is a gift. You know, we have lots of goodies in our in our swag bag here that we'd love to give away to our folks out there. So, and or just a smiley face or something. Let us know you're out there. But if you would uh, text us at two two four four zero four nineteen eighty eight and just gift uh, that word gift. Now we're going to have something special from Caroline today. Two copies of her book uh, called Threads of Wisdom. So text us at two two four four zero four. 1988, and you can get in there and put the keyword threads to be eligible to win uh, one of the two copies. So text us at 224-404-1988. But Caroline, you know, uh, you've because of this uh, tremendous career you've had and all the things that you've done out in the marketplace and then reinventing yourself, coming to the Lord and all that, what would be some of the words of wisdom that you would be giving to your younger self today? I think number one is to focus. I I should have been focusing on my strengths. No one ever told me that. Mm -hmm. Instead of constantly beating myself up and beating myself about my weaknesses, to know my strengths, to know what they are, and to to work on them. Mm -hmm. That I'm uniquely gifted. Yep. Uh, I am an outrageously outgoing. Uh, I'm rather, you know, I'm kind of a bull in a china shop and while that's not you know while it's not very christian i speak directly right truthfully i often will say what no one else wants to say not that they want to hear it but i say it anyway uh if i'm if i'm led to and um i i spent many decades apologizing for that and i i don't do that anymore so um so is that not toned down? You're, yeah. you're fighting to be heard. Is that what you think it was? Because you were in an environment that you no, I think that's how, no, I think that's how I'm wired. Ah, okay. other, in other words, speaking the truth, and that's it's actually how why I was hired in corporate America often was because the CEO or the president knew that I would shake things up. I see. That I would say, actually, no, that's not right. Okay. <laughs> when everybody else would just sit there silently. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, very good. So is that some of the things you pass along to these young women that you have in your groups? Oh, my goodness. Most assuredly, I do. Yeah? The first place, yeah, the first place we go is spiritual gifts test, disc assessment, and strength. Mm, yeah. And when we, when we learn those three things, the first thing, you know this, as a leader, as a leader is, so goes the organization. So the person must know who they are in order for them to do anything in their calling, their gifting, their leadership. Right. Well, listen, folks, I want you to, here's a special offer for you, okay? Uh, Caroline has a book called Threads of Wisdom, and if you text us at 224-404-1988 with the word THREADS, T-H-R-E-A-D-S, she's going to give you a copy of her book. So get out there, 224-404-1988. Keyword threads, and we're going to get that book to you uh, that Caroline has authored. We're going to get into the next segment and get a little bit more about what that book's all about. But get out there and check out Faith Marketplace, and we're going to be right back with my guest, Caroline Mendez.
This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with our special guest, Caroline Mendez of Called For. And as I broke it up last time, you didn't hear it in the last segment, she's given away a cop- two copies of her book uh, called Threads of Wisdom. So text us at 224-404-1988, and you can get in there and put the keyword threads to be eligible to win uh, one of the two copies. So uh, get out there and do that for us. Um, Caroline, that leads us right into what is Threads of Wisdom? Threads of Wisdom is a book that um, the Lord led me to write, uh, published in the end of 2017, and it is the story of the journeys of 10 Christian women in leadership in nonprofits and for-profit companies. It tells their story of how they got there, but not only how they got there, but I asked them all very specific questions. Okay. How did you get where you are? What values do you run your organization by? Uh, who mentored you, and how did that? What did that look like? And so it's formatted by chapter by woman, and then everything is collectively gathered at the end, so that people can see all of their best faith at work practices, all of their best thoughts on management, all of their best philosophies on leadership. Wow, was there any common thread through all that? Through all ten of them, that you kind of noticed there was a common theme. You know, that's exactly why it was called Threads of Wisdom. So Mm -hmm. when I finished writing all of the 10 chapters of the 10 women's stories, I saw that there was commonality through these 10 Christian women leaders. And I thought, huh, all right, Lord. And he said, I want you to go through and I want you to identify what those are and pull them out. And so I pulled out these nine attributes of Christian women leaders. And I think it's a very unique model. Women have never had, there are women leaders in the Bible, as you well know, Queen Esther. Yep. And right. And so, mm-hmm. but they're not, they're not uh, spoken about from the pulpit. You never hear a sermon about Christian women leaders in the Bible uh, and their lives and their example. And so, this is a this is a new kind of a Christian women's leadership model uh, that women can learn, and that I really enjoy. And I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to teach this and sow it into the next generation of Christian women leaders. So is that really the kind of the basis of called for your business? And tell our audience what the, what that is. <laughs> we know I thought what the Lord wanted me to do since he had me write a book was to sow this knowledge, these nine attributes of Christian women business leaders into young millennial Christian women in business. Mm. And you know the Lord, he's got a totally different plan. So about two years ago, he led me into the jail. He led me Mm. into jail, first doing Christian book and Bible collection. And then he said, I want you to go in. And I said, are you, are you sure you're talking to me? I'm sure we're not, you don't mean I go in. He said, I want you in the jail. I said, okay. So I go into the jail. I do church uh, every week with them in a group setting and do Bible study with them, and then he said, I want you to minister to them. Mm. And I said, I can't do that, Lord. I'm not, I'm not an ordained minister. And he said, I know. I'm going to take care of that. <laughs> and he did. I know. It was crazy. I was like, really, me? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, just so not the picture of ordained minister. Anyway, and so uh, that's been going on for about a year and a half. And so called for, just got, uh, we just established a relationship with HH Charitable, 
and they're going to be collecting funds for us so we don't have to be a 501c3. And the purpose of that is to collect funds. What I do is I minister one-on-one to the women in jail. Mm -hmm. They have nobody. Usually when they're in jail, their family has forsaken them. Once they get arrested, the family's usually like, you know what? I'm not really interested in talking to you. Wow. And so I go in and I kind of walk alongside them, help them to plan what they're going to do, how they can change their life, introduce them to the Lord, and then hopefully uh, transition them out and into a recovery home or into whatever is next for them. Right. You know, and as you know, we talked about this because you really hit a soft spot with me because I'm on the board of Legacy mm-hmm. Reentry Foundation up here in Chicago. And, and we yeah. take it for where you're, where you're doing internally, which actually the founder also goes into the jail and, and meant, you know, and, and does uh, uh, pastoring of the inmates there, but our focus is when they get out. So we, there's a, some pre-education like you're doing as to what do you do when yeah. you get out? And then we actually help them get employment, you know, get them clothing. We have a whole clothes closet. We do a lot of things really to get them prepared to become productive uh, members of society. And uh, it's been terrific. It's just, I, I tell you, it's, yeah. it's a real, it's God working like in amazing ways for us out there. Yes. So yes. I just applaud you for that. I, you know, you and I, we were singing on the same song sheet when we talked. I thought, wow, this. Indeed. You, there's so many, so many facets to what you're doing, and the threads of wisdom just run, you know, through all of this. It's just so great, and you know, your initiative and what you're doing, and, and the types of things you're doing to breathe uh, into women, you know, in this country is phenomenal. Um, Thank you. You know, if you. Uh, I know there was a, there was a kind of well. Let me back up a minute. Um, called for now. If somebody's to go out there, first of all, how do they get to you? Is it out on a website, or how do they find out about you? No, no. I'm very under the radar, and the Lord. I tried to establish websites, and and He shuts it down. I mean, mm. He says, you know what? I want you under the radar. So I am under the radar. Really, the only place to find. Threads of Wisdom is on Amazon or on Facebook. We have a, a book page okay. on Facebook, and that's about it. Called for uh, as a business, and as a business stream, really a business ministry, is not anywhere to be found. Ah, okay. Um, it's just not, yeah. Okay. I, as I said, I've tried to do this in a bigger way, and he just wants me to stay focused on the women and not, not, go, not go anywhere else. <laughs> so I say, yes, Lord. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, uh, obviously you've had people that inspired you along the way. Are there a few of them that you could tell us about? You know, I, I think Jim and Martha Brangenberg, for, uh, I work for him, certainly oh, yeah. come to mind. I mean, what they're doing with Faith at Work. Yeah. And everybody they interview, almost everybody they interview, uh, the 10 women that I interviewed in the Threads of Wisdom book, people like Cheryl Batchelder, people like Cheryl DeLuca Johnson, mm-hmm. people like Janet Ward Black, who runs a, a law firm in the Carolinas. These are not, you know, women of, except for Cheryl Batchelder, you know, these are just women who are doing business for the Lord and are doing phenomenal things, and they're known in their community. They're not known nationwide. Right. And that's the other thing that really struck me when I started to write the book, is that when I interviewed Cheryl Batchelder, who was the previous CEO of Popeyes, I said, aren't you tired of being the only visible Christian woman leader? 
She looked at me and said, well, yes, yes, I am. (laughs) I thought, I bet you are. Because there aren't, right? Because nobody's, uh, really, right? She's the poster child for for a Christian woman leading a major organization. Yeah. But besides, right? Besides Hobby Lobby. Right. uh, Besides Mm Chick-fil-A. But now, if you listen to your radio station and your program, you listen to others around the country now about faith at work, we get to hear about all these heroes and heroines that are they're standing for the Lord in their workplace and running their company like a kingdom company, yep. like it should be. Yep. It's feeding the kingdom. So I applaud you. I applaud everybody who's making that visibility known, making all of this known. Well, now I know why you're an ordained minister. You're bringing it, girl. <laughs> you're preaching it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching so it. Cool. You're preaching it. You're taking it to I'm a preaching it. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's right. I love it. Hey, well, there's a little something special about you. Cool, amazing, fun, and inspiring that I'd like our, our uh, listeners to know. What is that? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I remember this question. Okay, so I played a crazy old nun <laughs> in a Christian musical last year, which actually stunned a lot of people who knew me. I used to be in theater way back when I was little, okay. back in sixth or ninth grade, but uh, at, you know, at 57, a friend of mine said, I think you, I, you need to be this nun. I'm like, what? I, I have to sing and dance and do lines and such? And she said, yes, yeah, you're it. And I did. I blew it out of the water. I was scared out of my mind, but I did it. I love it. Well, Broadway, look out. Are you ready for the... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Are you ready for the title of the musical? It's called Get in the Habit. Oh, boy. Get it? Okay. I love it. Get in the habit. Get in the habit. It was like Sister Act, except it was actually actually, sanctifying. It actually had a message. Okay. Hey, well, folks, again, I want you to get out there in Texas at 224-404-1988. Caroline has been generous enough to uh, put out there for two people could win her book, Threads of Wisdom, and keyword for to get this is threads. You are going to be blown away, whoever is the lucky folks that can get this. And they also can go out on Amazon, look up Threads of Wisdom by Caroline Mendez, and you can order it off of Amazon, too. It would make a wonderful gifts for uh, for the holidays or any other time that you'd like to be able to give a gift away. Uh, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and, and get a little bit more of Caroline, is there a way they can, Caroline? <laughs> Yeah, they can find me on Facebook on the Threads of uh, Wisdom book page. Okay. And uh, they can they can email me at threadwisdom at okay. bellsouth.net. Okay. Uh, and they can find they can find me that way. I am I'm Googleable. I'm Googleable. <laughs> I am Googleable. I, I really am. Well, you know, that's really great though that you are flying under the radar but doing such fabulous work and I'm just thrilled that we were able to get you get your story out, a little bit of your story out today because there's a whole lot more to it, folks, believe me. But you want to get out there and check it out again. Uh, her book, uh, Threads of Wisdom. So Listen, you're going to stay tuned here now. Uh, Caroline is going to join in with us to have a little roundtable conversation in today's topic, which is I think, so fitting. Do you expect business success to come quickly? And I also want you to get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we have a little donation page out there, and this ministry is run through the generosity of our listeners and other supporters out there. So if you feel like uh, this is the season to be giving, we'd love for you to go out there and do that to help us continue this ministry and building the kingdom out there, and also having wonderful guests on like Caroline. So 
We're going to be right back with Caroline and uh, our roundtable discussion of Do You Expect Business Success to Come Quickly? This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here for our last segment with Caroline Mendez of Called For. And don't forget to get out there and text us at 224-404-1988 to win one of two copies of her book that she's giving away. The key word for that is Threads. That's the book, Threads of Wisdom. Listen, today we'd like to kind of Take this on. Do you expect business success to come quickly? As the scripture says, the Lord your God will clear away these nations before you little by little. You will not be able to put an end to them quickly. Deuteronomy 7.22. And Caroline, I know that uh, you've been on the planet uh, quite a long time, as I have. What, uh, what's, your, what's your feeling about this? <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> you know, my feeling about this is, is that, you know, I, I used to, in my 20s and 30s, I really expected immediate success from mm-hmm. anything I did. Ah. And I think when I came to Christ and um, after, you know, in, in the mid-40s, we start to realize, I think at least I did, that I am not all that in a bag of chips, and I do not have all the answers. And uh, I heard the other day a gentleman comment that um, that he's just, he said, I finally realized in life that I'm not competent to run my own life. <laughs> And I think that's really the best summation of, and it's true in business. Yes. If you let the Lord lead your business, if you consult the Holy Spirit and ask, what do you want me to do today? What can I be involved in? How can I serve you? How can I serve my clients better? What new services can I provide them? If you put them first, uh, everything else will fall into place. And it reminds me of Luke 16.10. Mm-hmm. Whoever can be trusted with little can then be trusted with very much. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you said some great thing. You know, I spent 10 years in C12, and some of the wisdom that came out of that was just phenomenal, you know, being with brothers and Indeed. sisters. Because as I shared with you, we had uh, we had women in our in my C12 group, and it was some of the most joyous things and also rewarding uh, input because it yeah. just really balanced out, you know, um, a lot of what was going on in, in business and words, but more importantly, how they really ministered to us about our wives. It was terrific. And yeah, uh, really appreciated that, too, because uh, it wasn't just all about business, because you, you can't bifurcate right. your life, you know. So a lot of what I learned is how to live my life seven days a week, you know, uh, and being able to walk with the Lord and, and what I was doing out there, too. Uh, I have to tell you, business success coming quickly. I'm with you four square. When I was young and feisty and everything like that, yeah. You know, I was a top <laughs> producer in sales. I ran my marketing, started, you know, three businesses and, and did all that. And um, it's not to say it was an instant success, but it came pretty quickly. Uh, I think right. that after right. um, a couple missteps that I made and, and took some pretty hard falls, that I started to realize, wow, this is just dumb luck, you know. <laughs> that, and this was before I knew the Lord, so I didn't have anything else to fall back on at that point. Um, that's probably why I was led to the Lord, is because it was like it seemed like it was getting more difficult and difficult all the time. And yeah. you know, and that, and then as I shared with you, I think wisdom at this point and stage of my career in my life is basically to get over myself. You know, I'm not the smartest person in the room anymore. But more importantly is that I now know where to go get the answers. And oftentimes for me today, that's with the Lord. 
and spending some time in prayer, uh, being in fellowship, like you said, iron sharpening iron with uh, fellow Christians, um, being held accountable and having people being able right. and giving people permission to, to speak into your life as to some of the missteps, you know, and the things you don't see. Um, that's why we have coaches and mentors. And I, I really encourage any of our listeners out there, get a coach, get a mentor, get in some of these peer groups because you just can't go it alone. Because there will be the Amen. day, even though as successful as you are, there will be the day when that's going to come tumbling down or you're going to take a pretty deep valley dive, you know. So what are the thoughts yeah, do you have and about you'll this? Achieve your, yeah, you're, you'll achieve wherever you're headed, you will reach it more easily and certainly more quickly and more enjoyably if you have a mentor, if you have a coach, or if you have a peer group. There's no, there is no, there's irrefutable evidence about that. But you could go ahead and spend a decade painfully by yourself, slogging, uh, as all of us have done at one season of our life or another. Yep. Uh, but it's just so much. It's just so much better and easier and more enjoyable. Yeah. To have somebody come alongside and walk and run or run yeah. that journey with you. Yeah. There you go. I, does some of this come into play for you in your jail ministry too? As far as um, you know, because a lot of these folks have been beaten down. They they don't have hope. They don't have anything. You know that. They, so how how do you help them, inspire, and encourage them? You know that you can do this. That you can be successful out there. Well, thankfully, uh, I've had some of the women get out. So this has been uh, coming up two years now, and so I've had some of the women come out. And when I go back in, I say, "Do you remember so and so?" Well, here's where she is now, and here's what mm, she's doing, wow. and she's right. And so I, so I can say mm-hmm. with certainty, if you will do this, if you will trust me, mm-hmm. if you will let, if you will walk here as a next step, I promise you, you will get here. Yeah. But you've got to do this. You've got to repent. You've got there are things that have to happen for their heart to change, for the Lord to get them moving down the path He wants them to get down. And without that. You know, these there's some that stay and wallow in their pain, and right. I tell them, I'm like, you're you're, you're sitting there wallowing your pain, and you're going to keep being there unless you shift, right. unless you forgive, unless you move, right, uh, and change, right. Your spirit's got to be, your heart's got to be changed. Yeah. So um, it really is all about the the Lord and His work, and them reading the Bible, and coming to church every every time that we have it, and really seeking His will in their life. So how many women are you ministering to there at the jail? It it varies anywhere from 6 to 12 at a time, 12 to 14. I, I, that's got to really light you up with the stories of when they get out and, and you've helped them and you mentored them and coached them. They take your direction and, yeah. and just are, are successful. There's nothing that? like it. Oh, boy, I tell you, There's I have the same way. Like you know? When uh, yeah. when we see that Nothing happening, like it. it's just what a joyous day! It's like the angels are singing up there, you know. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. I really feel like oh great, you know, kingdom uh, work, kingdom work. I'm actually doing something for the kingdom. Praise <laughs> God! It's not about me and my selfishness, or you know what I feel like doing next. Yeah, you know, it it, it is yeah. very rewarding and. It, 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 I guess it's wonderful that God has let me be on the planet long enough to be able to get some of that reward, you know, to see that because it was, you're right, it was selfish, it was all me, it was self-indulgent and a lot of the habits yeah. that I fell into and a lot of other things. But, uh, you know, he had the plan. Thank goodness that I uh, got out of his way long enough to start realizing that, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I'm not, a, I'm not all that in a bag of chips anymore, you know? No, I'm really not. 
But he has a purpose. He has a plan. And Absolutely. unfortunately, it's just, uh, you know, kind of agonizing to wait to find out what the plan is. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and that's where the, you know, nothing comes quickly with the board. It does at his time, not ours, and that yeah. never seems to come quick enough. You know, and, and, and to that point, you know, is 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 exactly what I think this leads into. This is the, the, uh, the book, uh, Proverbs for Business by Steve Marr. And, and listeners out there, please keep him mm. in prayer still. He's going through some really tough health problems. Uh, I love Steve. He's terrific. And these words that he's put down on a piece of paper just in the testament. So if you want to get out there on a five-day devotional that speaks directly to business, it's called Proverbs for mm. Business. It was given to me a gift when I started this show. I've used it ever since, and I just think it's terrific, uh, where he'll take a practical application or a bi- business issue and apply Scripture to it and some practical application. And I promise you, uh, you know, you don't have to spend hours on this. It's pretty straightforward, page by page, that you can get into for every day. Well, I can't believe we're out of time already, Caroline. This has been fantastic. Uh, I thank you so much for coming on today. I know there's a lot more to your story. You could probably spend another hour, you know, getting through some other things. But uh, you're, you've just blessed us today with your uh, testimony and some of the wonderful things you're doing. So, folks, I want you to get out there again uh, at our number of 224-404-1988. Text us the word threat. And you'll be eligible for one of two books that she's giving away today. So get out there and do that. I'd like to thank our listeners again. We don't get an oftentimes a chance to really thank you for joining in with us and being inspiring, encouraging us and with the emails and the texts and everything else that you're doing out there. So please keep it up. Uh, we're on a mission here and we're going we're gonna to get there one of these days. I just know it. We'll be back next Saturday. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.